Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning. We did it. It's the final stretch, the last week before Christmas. It's Janelle hanging out with you for the week. And, uh, well, if you're hoping for a white Christmas... Looks like we're going to have one. The snow going to be sticking around. But the bad news is, is that we might actually be getting more snow just in time for Christmas. And the reason that's bad is, of course, if you're doing any travel for Christmas, that might be just a nightmare. Just, you know, just in time for you to be hitting the road. Environment Canada has actually sent out a notice suggesting that we've got another winter storm that could be on its way, causing problems on the roads from Thursday night all the way into Christmas Eve. What perfect timing. And literally last weekend, Angie and I were talking about the fact that the storm that we were having last week was good. You know, good. Get it out of the way. Let's not have this happen next week. And here we are. The thing is, is that the track of the system still unclear. We are still quite a few days out from when they're expecting, you know, us to really be impacted by this. And they're not sure how much snow or possible rain parts of the province could be in for. So we're going to have to monitor this. We're going to have to keep an eye on it. You know, look, I am included in this. I fully plan on getting out of the city on Friday to head home to uh, our families, which is a very long drive. It's about seven hours on the road. So this was literally the worst news to wake up to. (laughs) So I'll be watching it. I'll be keeping you up to date if you too also have some travel. But, you know, I did want to leave you with just like a little bit of a pep talk to get you through this final week, uh, you know, as we lead to the holidays. And especially with that weather news, first things first, if you are traveling for the holidays, make sure you have an emergency kit in your car. You really never know when you might just end up on the side of the road, maybe stuck in a pile up, maybe stuck because of the winter storm. You don't want to freeze out there, so be prepared for that. If you're hosting, don't sweat the small stuff, like cleaning the baseboards. Literally, no one is going to be looking at how clean your baseboards are. They are just happy to see you and spend some time together. And at this point, um, Amazon can't guarantee that your delivery is going to be here before Christmas. So buy something local. I mean, let's be honest. Your friends and family would like that better anyways. Make sure you're planning ahead for those holiday parties. You got a DD, take an Uber home, maybe stay the night. Um, I would also say get out and enjoy some of Ottawa's Christmas events before they're done for the season. We've got so many things happening, like Magic of Lights, the Ottawa Christmas Market at Lansdowne. Friday is going to be the very last night for that. Winter Lights across Canada at Parliament, uh, Elf's Pub at the Chateau. I mean, there's so many other things taking place. And finally, your final prep uh, pep talk for the rest of the week. Malls, roads. All very busy people, very busy. They're stressed out. Be very kind and be very patient. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Well, in Stu's absence, you have been stepping up to the plate with your useless facts to be judged. So... We need to know what you think of today's submission. And it was uh, messaged in by a loyal follower. Hall of Famer Gusto has sent in today's useless fact. So texting your score at 10 what you think of this useless fact. It says, 
South Korea has passed laws that will scrap its traditional method of counting age and shift to the international standard. This means that all South Koreans are set to become one to two years younger with this new law. That's because the traditional method deems Koreans to be a year old when they're born. Instead of having an entire year on the earth when we have our first birthday, they're already one. They're turning two by the time we're turning one. So they say that, uh, um, and they also add a year every January 1st, regardless of the birthday. So Koreans will become one to two years younger on official doc- documents when this shift takes place. It's kind of weird. Could you imagine if, like, I don't know what their rules are, but say for drinking or driving or things like that or being able to go play the lottery, all of a sudden you were a year or two younger and you just, like, lost your license or you're no longer able to gamble or you're no able, like, you're not allowed to, you know, go to the bar anymore because <laughs> your age just all of a sudden, oh, I'm two years younger. At this point in my life, yeah, I would love to be two years younger. I would gladly take that. I think most people, you know, once you get past the age of 19, you'd rather be a little bit younger, right? (laughs) This doesn't sound so bad. It seems bizarre that they decided to just change this all of a sudden to go with the international standard. So let me know what you think of this useless fact. You can text in your score at 10-0-30. And keep in mind, we'll need some more facts for the rest of the week. So feel free to text in your useless facts to be judged, say, maybe tomorrow at 10-0-30. All right. Well, Gusto has texted in and given himself a 10. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Aaron the Trollster says that he is in the Hall of Fame for a reason. Gave him a 10 out of 10. Uh, Stu needs to let us do the facts in the new year is what he's saying. I'm not going to lie. You guys have really provided some fantastic, useless facts. Um, Most of them getting close to 10s, doing very well. Um, We have Phil G says, wow, very strange. I had no idea giving that a 10 this morning. A 9 and a 9 from Sassy Kathy and Manowitz. Um, uh, River de Bomb, 10. That's pretty cool. Nine. That's really weird. I've never heard of that before, but a good one from Sharon the Tired. And Cranky Craig thinks that's pretty interesting. Eleven. Oops. Take off two. So a nine. I get what you did there. <laughs> All right. So if you have a useless fact you want us to share tomorrow, text it in 10 and we could judge you. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, Ottawa is getting its own little new district. Uh, downtown restaurants are hoping to attract tourists um, and, and people from Ottawa to the new district called SOPA. So SOPA stands for South of Parliament, and it's designed to be a little bit of a play on the popular neighborhood like Soho, uh, south of Houston Street, which is uh, New York. I mean, you've heard of Soho before, right? So now Ottawa has our very own version, SOPA. Um, And when you think about this area, this is an area that was, you know, usually had a lot of people working. So, you know, lunch, the dinner, all the restaurants there would be supported by all of the people working in the office buildings downtown. And um, 
because that has drastically changed in the last couple of years. Those restaurants and businesses are really hurting and looking for some way to, you know, rejuvenate people to get back down to that area. We've got a ton of fantastic restaurants and bars for people to check out in that area. So... This new initiative is very much so in its early stages about the planning. There is a whole proposed launch date in early January with specifics on what the group plans to do. That's still kind of being worked out. But what they really do hope is just that um, they're going to be able to highlight some of the uh, the restaurants, the bars, the uh, hotels in that area. They've got a map kind of put together. They're hoping that that will be distributed throughout hotels in the area um, so that people will, will get back downtown and... Um, Um, enjoy our new little neighborhood, SOPA, because Ottawa has a lot to offer. All right, so I'm pretty sure that Elon Musk is going to 100% regret this decision, but uh, he could be stepping down from Twitter as CEO. And you know what? He left it up to Twitter to decide. Yes, he launched a poll on social media, so on Twitter, um, just yesterday. And he basically asked, whether or not he should step down as head of the company. And he said that he is going to abide by the poll results. Now, this poll is still active, still live. You can go vote if you feel like you want to. It closes late tonight. He did not give details on when he would be stepping down. But he he kind of made this announcement after Twitter had made some new policy changes, uh, which they're no longer going to allow accounts to um, promote other social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram. And then afterwards, he apologized and said, I'm sorry, in the future, big decisions like this will actually be voted by the people on Twitter. So they're going to put big decisions like that up on Twitter. People can vote on them and then that will be what happens. And at this point, uh, Elon, it looks like you're going to have to step down because as of right now, the poll has over 17 million votes and uh, people are in favor of you stepping down, Elon. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by the uh, DeFalcos for Brewers and Winemakers. Well, this is easily the worst decision that you can make three weeks before Christmas. And um, I came to that realization this weekend. So um, I started a new diet. (laughs) And I know what you're thinking. Well, obviously, Janelle, this is a terrible time to start the new diet. That's why people wait until the new year and they start in January when the holidays are over. Yeah. Um, In hindsight, I think that probably would have been a um, better idea. Um, This diet isn't necessarily, um, you know, to lose weight or anything like that. I have actually suffered from eczema for about two years now. Really bad eczema. Like everywhere, all over my body, all the time. It doesn't seem to be helped by any sorts of uh, prescribed lotions or um, taking certain types of vitamins. I've, I've done a lot to try and figure out why I have eczema. And it is something that I have kind of suffered from for my entire life. But previously, it was only really ever an issue in the winter, you know, when the, when the weather is dry and then the summer would come back and it would seemingly go away. 
Well, for the last two years, it's it's never gone away. It's been perpetually there, and it continues to get worse. So, in my research, um, uh, I understand that you know sometimes eczema is a re- is a reaction to being allergic to some sort of food. So the typical foods that you're allergic to when it comes to eczema are gluten and dairy, two of my favorites. And I refuse to believe that it's dairy because I simply love cheese too much. So I've decided to cut gluten out of my diet. And, um, well, we all know that gluten is in every single baked good that there is when it comes to Christmas and all the treats and all the apps. And I went to a Christmas party this weekend and, well, yeah, I cheated on my diet. (laughs) So three weeks gone down the drain and I had just realized that I think I actually might be, you know, having an issue with gluten. And that might be the reason because my eczema was starting to get better after coming back from our vacation. Um, but I blew it out of the water yesterday when we got together with our friends for our friends miss. So, yeah, that was, you know, it was a bad idea to decide to start to do this before Christmas because let's face it, I've been living with this terrible eczema for two years now. What's another few weeks to actually give it a real good proper go after the holidays are over? Because I know me and I have absolutely no restraint when it comes to baked goods. And for the next two weeks, my life is going to be riddled with baked goods, delicious foods, and all of the gluten possible. So, yeah, that was a bad idea. (laughs) When have you realized that, you know, you just made a bad choice, that you decided to do something, that it was just a bad idea? Uh, Could have been a long time ago. Could have been quite recently. I'd love to hear about it so that you can make me feel a little bit better about my poor decisions. You can text me at 10-0-30 or give me a call, uh, 750-1100. Well, thank you for making me feel better about my terrible decision to decide to start a new diet three weeks before Christmas. That was a bad idea. Um, and this is due to me trying to figure out what I am possibly allergic to because I've got some really bad eczema issues. And I got to say a huge shout out and thank you to everyone who has messaged me uh, about other options and things for me to look into for the uh, eczema issues that I'm experiencing. I really appreciate it. But to those of you who have also made bad decisions, uh, thank you for, uh, you know, making me feel a little bit better. Um, At least I didn't start to do renovations on my kitchen this week like Rick and his wife decided decided to do. I mean, a week before Christmas, you decided to just start to do rentals on the kitchen? (laughs) There could not be a worse time to do that. (laughs) Hold on a few more weeks and do it in the new year. Uh, Miriam says that when uh, she was 10 years old, she went down a very long, steep hill with a scooter. Halfway through, realizes, oh, the brakes are faulty. Jump off the scooter once I was down the hill, but still going full speed. I landed with my face on the handlebar. Needless to say, I was covered in blood, face, eyes, swollen. I limped home, my dad in shock. And the worst part is, she was supposed to go to court the next day for the divorce of her parents. So um, that got postponed. Could you imagine showing up to court like that? That wouldn't look very good at all. Um, Recent solo trip Bev took in Paris. She's on a fancy dinner cruise. So, of course, she got dressed up in three-inch heels. 
When the cruise was over, she decided, well, you know what? I'll walk back to the hotel. What a bad idea. She says about two hours later, over five kilometers, she finally gets to her hotel, her feet on fire. She says, this is what happens when you drink French wine. I laugh about it now, and everyone thinks I was an idiot for doing it. (laughs) But, you know, when you do things the wrong way, you got a story, is what Bev says. And so does Rob. Um, This time of the year, he really just wants to have a glass of eggnog. Uh, So he tried some organic eggnog from Farm Boy that is just to die for. Decided to buy a jug. Ends up drinking the entire thing to himself. He is lactose intolerant. And, um, well, learned his lesson. Rob's never going to do that again. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? This is the most unbelievable thing, but this is not your average gingerbread house. There's an Ontario woman who traveled 16 hours to North Carolina to have her creation judged in the 30th anniversary of the U.S. National Gingerbread House competition. And she came home with second place. So this house is complete with edible hinges, gelatin glass doors, and windows. Her creation was called The Time of Christmas Past. It's a gingerbread clock house. Kind of has a Victorian style to it. And get this, she spent more than 300 hours on her tiny mansion Another 50 hours of just design work and template creation before she even began baking. It's so impressive. You can check out the videos. I've just posted it up on our Facebook page. But, you know, she is just a gingerbread extraordinaire because her creations have actually been featured in uh, a movie. It is uh, Warner Brothers' A Gingerbread Christmas. Six of her pieces are in that movie, and you can check it out on Crave if you want to. Seriously, though, go check out the video on our Facebook page because it's absolutely unbelievable. From one extreme to the next, um, we know that Tom Cruise is a madman, and uh, he's done his latest stunt and decided to record it while wishing us all a very Merry Christmas. Everyone, here we are over South Africa, and we're filming Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and 2. And I didn't want the year to end without thanking you all for coming out to the theaters. And thank you for supporting Top Gun Maverick. Hey, hey, kids, this is Corey, writer, director. Hi, everybody. Hey, thank you. Hey, uh, listen, we really got a room. We got to get this shot. Oh, yeah, we're filming. We got to get this shot. Right. Are you coming? Not on your life. Good luck. Okay. We'll see you down there. At this I'm point, out of altitude. he's flying. So, I better get back to work. We gotta get this shot. You have a very safe and happy holiday. We'll see you at the movies. Like, he was just literally free-frawling there for the last 20 seconds of that. The man does everything so calm, collected, and casual as if he's sitting there having a coffee. No, he's just on the side of a plane flying over top of South Africa, ready to jump. (laughs) An absolute madman. But, of course, we can look forward to uh, more of Tom Cruise's stunts in the latest Mission Impossible, which, of course, they're filming right now, so we can look forward to that Next year, that's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers.
It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right. So uh, Sue and Angie are off. I'll be playing for both contestants. On the line, we have Terry and Brooke. Now, Terry made it through first, so we'll let her pick her categories. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. All right. So uh, we have sent in this morning from Wallacea Barnes. Either stocking stuffers for adults or stocking stuffers for kids. Let's do stocking stuffers for adults. Adults. All right. Here we go in three, two, one. This is something you would scratch to win money. Lotto tickets. Yes. Um, and these are you put on your fi- your 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 feet to, to stay really warm. Slippers. Uh, no, but socks. Yes, yes. Um, uh, just um, cold hard cash. Another word for that. Money? Yes. Um, this is like a, a puzzle game. It's not crossword, but something like that. Sanuko? Yes. Uh, well, it's close enough. <laughs> um, you read this. It might be uh, filled with fashion or home. Magazine. Yes. And this is like a sweet treat. Odd. Chocolate. Yes. Unfortunately, after the buzzer, um, we'll give you Sudoku, even though you kind of said it funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you did really good. Uh, we ended up with five. Uh, so we're going to hang on the line and see how that holds up. And uh, good morning to Brooke. Hello, Brooke. Are you there? Hi, I am. Okay, perfect. All right. So our category is, um, this is, um, you know, things that you would stuff inside or things that you would find inside a kid's stocking. Okay. Okay. Here we go in three, two, one. Uh, you play Go Fish with this? Hearts? Yes. Um, then just like sweet treats, like things that give a... They, uh, just like a generic word for sweet treats, though. Uh, no, uh, we'll pass. Candy. Yes, yes. Okay, you put this on the Christmas tree. Ornament. Yes. Um, you read this. Book. Yes. Uh, another word for money. Um, gift card. No, uh, like, yes, yes, yes. Um, this is like a game that has, it's uh, a block that you twist to get all the, oh, (laughs) Uh, Rubik's Cube is what I was going to try and get you to guess there at the end. We ran out of time, but, uh, we are tied. We are tied five apiece. So hang on the line. We're going to go to a dice roll. Man, these dice rolls, these dice rolls are not fun. Um, okay. So we have, uh, we'll go for a high dice roll and we will roll for Terry first this morning. Oh, that's, I don't, I don't even know. You can barely beat that. That's an 18. And for Brooke, an 11. So it looks like a Terry is our winner this morning. Congratulations. Yes, who's back? So this week we are giving away some move swag. So you can sport all your move goodies. We've got a mug, we've got a notepad, we've got some other goodies in there. You got a whole move 100 swag bag. That's awesome. Thank you. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Today's best variety. Move 100. Hello? Hi, Jace. This is Janelle calling from Move 100. Hi. So I hear you are a big Sense fan. Yep. And you like to go to the games? Yeah. Well, I have got some great news for you. You have won our Sense Skills Junior Reporter Prize. Oh, 
Really? Yeah. So you got a four pack of tickets to go see the Send Skills competition. You got seats that are going to be super close to the bench. So you'll be like up close and personal with all the players when uh, that happens in the new year. Awesome. That's so cool. So on top of that, we've got some more for you. You're going to get yourself a personalized jersey. Okay. And you get a chance to ask Sens players questions over the PA system at the CTC. Cool. That's that's so cool. Do you have any idea what you might want to ask the players? Uh, I'll think of some. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have some time to think about it? Yeah. Do you know who you might be taking with you? You got you got four tickets. I'll take a friend with me. Awesome. Well, congratulations, Jace. We hope you have a great time at the Send Skills competition. Thank you. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, if you've been dreaming of a white Christmas, it looks like we're going to get one, but it might be a travel nightmare for you this weekend. Lovely. Environment Canada has sent out a notice suggesting that another winter storm could be on its way, causing problems on the roads from Thursday night all the way into Christmas Eve. Isn't that perfect timing? Myself included, as I plan to get out of the city on Friday. So uh, be prepared for that. We're going to keep you up to date on that. At this point, they don't know how much snow or possible rain we could be in for. So uh, it might not be anything to worry about. But at this point, it is on our radar and could very much so affect uh, your Christmas plans. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure that um, Avatar is going to bounce back. So they had some enormous expectations for Avatar 2. I mean, this movie took three years to just film and $350 million to make. Now, the sequel had a lot of amped up people around it. I mean, we waited 13 years for this and um, it earned $134 million North American um, at the theaters, but globally brought in around $434 million, which is a lot of money. But the only thing is, is that's actually quite a bit less than what they were expecting. They were thinking it was going to be a $500 million opening weekend. It wasn't, but they say, you know, it's not that bad because they know they're going to make up for it over the holidays. And this movie is just getting absolute rave reviews. Uh, The Way of Water has just basically sent a new benchmark for um, the 3D marketplace. They say James Cameron and his team have shown what is artistically creative creatively and uh, commercially possible when you have filmmakers that are completely committed to immersing their audience in this 3D world. And it's absolutely mind-blowing, and you need to see it in the theaters, they say. So I'm sure they'll bounce back. Don't worry. They're making lots of money. (laughs) And somebody who... I don't know if he's making a lot of money or not, because he, uh, as of last week, was no longer the richest man in the world. Elon Musk has uh, opted to potentially step down from Twitter. He put a poll on Twitter yesterday. Yes, this is how he's deciding whether or not he should continue to be the CEO of Twitter. He asked people on Twitter if he should step down, and he says, I am going to abide by the poll results. So what do you think people said? I mean, come on. The writing was on the wall, Elon. We knew exactly what everyone was going to say. No, we don't want you there. Please step down. The poll ends later tonight. You can still vote on it if you, you know, you go onto Twitter and you find his account there. It's got over 17 million votes at this point. And surprise, surprise, nobody wants you to be the CEO, Elon. Looks like you're stepping down. That's what's trending. 
And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Now, I love when things kind of make a full circle like this. Uh, if you missed on Friday, we shared the story of Alejandra, um, a mother here in Ottawa, who last year put out a plea for a living kidney donor that she desperately needed as her kidneys were failing and, um, you know, she was potentially going to die. And ultimately, uh, with that plea, she was able to find uh, a complete stranger out in Arnprior who uh, was a match. And the surgery was a success. The transplant went well earlier this year. And um, both are doing great. Now, Sherry messaged me when she heard uh, me share that short story on uh, Friday. And if you missed it, it is up on our website at move100ottawa.ca. You can listen to it there. It's beautiful. Uh, But Sherry says, Janelle, I heard the story regarding Alejandra this morning, and I'm so happy to hear that she is doing fantastic. I also hear that her story, um, you know, last year when she went through that living donor program, she had heard it at at that point back in 2021. And she actually said that she had hoped that she might be able to help her out and that she could possibly be a match. So Sherry says when she heard that story, she went ahead and she donated anonymously. So um, she wasn't a match, but uh, Alejandra found a match somewhere else. And uh, Sherry said, you know what? I'm still going to go through this process. There are a lot of people on a waiting list looking for um, a kidney donor here in Ontario. So she went ahead and she donated anonymously in April of this year. And she says, you know, I have no idea who the recipient is. but The family did write a letter And um, they sent it through the donor program to me. The recipient, she says, is doing great. There are no complications on my end, you know, except I was really tired. But I went home the day after. And Sherry says, I want people to know that this is a fantastic program at the Ottawa Hospital. And I hope to see that more people do living donations. So it's just, I think it's just so cool to see that that one story has sparked more and more people to realize that it's, it is an easy procedure. Uh, these donors who have done this, you know, go in, they do the procedure and a day later they're home and they're saying they're feeling great and they're saving people's lives by making these, this living organ donation. So there it is. I, I, another story right here in Ottawa. Um, thank you to Sherry Wade, who made that you know anonymous donation. And um, I hope that more people continue to do this as well. It's fantastic to hear. And that's all the feels on Move 100.